And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guests. She's a writer, musician, and host of the podcast Crimes of the Heart. It's Rory Uphold. And he's a comedian and writer who can help you out if you're looking for a cut-rate coffin. It's Joe Quazala. Tone Zone is here to continue to assert that his gold record is real. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen. Hello, my little overnight oats. Welcome to another exciting episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate was sent in. That particular (laughs) carbohydrate, I can do this. That particular carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon by Jason Best. And yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff over there. You can get episodes of my bonus Patreon podcast, The Friend Zone. Just put one up with all the dirty details. Dirty de- are they dirty? De- I don't know. They're just all the details. I guess they're all, eh, all the. They're just. Would you like me to move on, Tony? <laughs> yeah, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuck. I got trapped in a in a cul-de-sac in my own brain. All the dirty details about uh, my appearance on For Crying Out Loud because people had a lot of questions and I had a lot to share. Uh, And then Daniel and I are actually about to upload, we'll record and then upload an Ask Me Anything episode. Ooh. Mm -hmm. This is going to be open topic. (laughs) Yeah. They can ask us, hence the anything and ask us anything. There's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back. All sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Do an annual subscription and get two months free. That's a good deal. Patreon.com slash Alice Rosen. Okay. I would like to say hello to my guest, Joe Quazala. Hi. Hello. It's been too long. It is. You know, I've always said the dirt is in the details. Yes. You know. And that's what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. And then joining us for the first time on a Thursday group show, it's Rory Uphold. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Daniel Quantz. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I took a poll on Patreon oh. this morning that mm. you know about this to find out do mm. they want to ask me anything with just me or mm. both of us? They want both of us. Mm-hmm. A few, well, what a few was people it? want me. What was that percentage? Well, right now it's at 27% want me. And I okay. know it, it's crept up from 16% Okay, want okay, me. that 27%. I Out know. yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Who's not a friend of Dan. <laughs> right, because they're either with you or against That's you, right? That's right. That's how I roll. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't have gray areas no. with this kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you're either you're either here or you're there. Yeah, you're and obsessed it, with me or you hate me. That's right. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Tony knows. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. As long as you feel something. <laughs> is the opposite of obsession hatred? Yes. Or is it apathy? Mm-hmm. The age old it? apathy. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing cuts deeper than someone that doesn't care. Yes. That's right. Well, someone that says something mean for me personally cuts deeper. But that's just a me thing. Hmm. Well, it depends what kind of mean. Let's get into that. Yeah, that's true. If, if it's coming from a friend, that's different than it's yeah. romantic. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, hello, Tony Thaxton. Hi. Did you notice that 
Tony, when he kisses people, uses a lot of tongue and it's pretty gross. <laughs> I don't even remember saying that. You just said it right now. The listener doesn't know. I don't even, I know, but I have, <laughs> I have amnesia and Is I have no AI? short-term memory. No, when did I say that? It was, it was a very long time ago. You were actually. You were actually talking about Tony Soprano. Oh, but I've had that. I've had that for a while, wanting to like find the right time to. Yeah, I would say that was right. That was perfect. (laughs) Seamless. I had a lot of follow-up questions though. Yeah, I don't know how Tony Thaxton kisses, and that would be my Mm -hmm. number one question. And it's a time for us all to find out. (laughs) Today's segment. Once the once the rain stops, I'm setting up my booth outside. (laughs) In today's segment called "Who's Kissing Tony." And we usually start with the person to the right. So, Joe, it's you. I would start. Now, who's kissing Tony? Does that mean everyone's eyes are closed and they are just hearing? (laughs) Yes. Well, then I guess if it's who's kissing Tony, we can't start. We can't know where we're starting. Right. Because if we start with me, then we know who's kissing Tony. It's a combination (laughs) of... I think somebody doesn't want to go first. It's a combination (laughs) of pin the tail on the donkey, musical chairs, and um, name that tune. Okay. So we all get blindfolded. Someone spins us around, and then someone's lips lock with Tony's, and then everyone else just listens. I see. And then, I mean, like, but also Tony should have. I'm like Tony should be the one who's guessing, right? It's like who's kissing Tony, and so like he's he's blindfolded. He can be I don't know up against the wall, and then (laughs) (laughs) we each you know we each approach him, kiss him, and then he has to guess who he thinks. Is kissing. Yeah. I think that's who's kissing. Tony. I mean, yeah. from a game perspective, it just makes the most sense. Yeah, I feel like I got a lot of insight into the way your brain works. Just now. <laughs> what did you learn? <laughs> that was really fast and really detailed, and I, I was like, "Wow!" And it was also the inverse of everything I was thinking. And <laughs> also the way he said, "I don't know," up against a wall, he made it seem like mm-hmm. like because he's positioning Tony. Are you uncomfortable, Tony? No, not at all. I'm getting okay, turned so on. Like, keep <laughs> he was going. positioning Tony against the wall, but he said it like, oh, uh, I don't know. Like he just thought of it, but I feel right. like he didn't just think of it. Like he's been thinking about it. Right. Well, I can I can walk you through the please, thought process. Please, um, first I, that came to me when you said pin the tail on the donkey. I was like, if we're if we're incorporating those yeah. elements, you think of the picture up against the wall. In this case, we put sure. Tony up against I'm the wall. The perv here. But as mm-hmm. as I was saying it, I was like, well, there's something kind of aggressively sexual about <laughs> pinning him against. Against the wall while you mm-hmm. kiss him, so you know I threw in the I don't know as a as a nod to my acknowledgement. Okay, but I want I, Roy. I want to know if what your a radically different take yeah. on this game would be as an insight take. into you. If you got an insight into me, and well, she does host a dating podcast, and uh, so she's like, she's not a prude. Okay, well, we'll oh yeah, we'll I see. know. I talk about sex publicly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, my first thought was like. It was more of a confessional style, like, who is he kissing? So mm. then we were going to hear the stories about all the different mm. people that he's kissing. I see. Um, was where my mind first went, because that is normally what I'm like doing. Like, we call up his ex-wife. Oh. <laughs> is that available? Yeah, let's fucking do that. Let's not do that. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what you had in mind, yes, right? Yes, exactly. Like a, deep, like, a, um, like a VH1 behind the music, but like behind uh, those Behind lips. the lips, yes. So, so in this case, mm-hmm. Tony is describing... He's describing a former makeout sesh with someone, and w- and from the details alone, we're guessing. I th- well, then I think it's oh. actually we're meeting those people. Oh, we're I actually see. learning I about see. Okay. we're learning about Tony, or, you know, through his people. kisses. Mm. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and it would be called bizarre kisses. <laughs> <laughs> 
who's yeah. kissing Tony, right? Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. it's not a game. It's no longer a game show anymore. It sounds like it can be a brand that incorporates <laughs> yes. a lot of different things, from games to yes. documentaries, <laughs> shows and movies. But to yeah. podcasts, it's, it, yes. it's an IP that you could really yes, like, this build. is an intellectual mm-hmm. property that we all came up with. Unfortunately, we were going to have to cut Tony out of it. Oh, Naturally, on. he's just the, you're just yeah. the talent. I'm used to it. He's got yeah, he's got skin in the game too, and so we, literally, we, we, yeah. quite, quite literally, and so we can't. Uh, you know, he has to remain an outsider right. despite being the core. Right? Mm-hmm. Who's the first person you kiss, Tony? In, we in don't life, yeah. we don't give. Oh, I thought you said oh. we don't give that away before the premiere. <laughs> That's oh why they God. tune in. Maybe you're right. Well, you know what? Let's. It's not even Patreon right now. I'm feeling very generous. Let's let them in on a little, you know, brainstorming session. Give them a taste. Yeah. Mm. We're I'm giving them a kiss. Your kiss. Who's who's the? Do you remember who your first kiss was? Yeah, uh, it was it was my first girlfriend. Whoa! Yeah. And I was I was old. Like I was I was a big wuss all throughout school, and so I was like I wouldn't really ask girls out or anything. So I was like just out of high school. Okay. Yeah. By that point, I'd had so many fake boyfriends, but most notably Steve, who I met on a ski trip. Fake boyfriends? Yeah, because I, too, I had kissed she, someone. For, but I for was... her, they were her boyfriend, but they didn't know it. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how I would have summarized it. I had those later. Oh, this was okay. like fully right. pretend. Like, I was I was embarrassed of how little uh, experience I'd had, so I just like made up boyfriends out of whole cloth oh, you know like, like oh she lives in canada they're not yeah. real people correct i mean like george glass <laughs> do you know that reference yes, from from brady bunch <laughs> yes. i am exaggerating when i say several there really there was just like one second i was two. thinking philip glass and i was like why would a child in high school pretend to be dating this experimental I like composer his, yeah <laughs> i love what he does with soundscapes yes. although it would explain why she didn't have real boyfriends <laughs> It was performance art. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And also my taste. Um, Okay. So it was your first girlfriend. You were 18? Mm, Something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Had had she kissed a lot of people? I don't know, actually. I don't know. And we're calling her up. (laughs) And this is Kissing Tony. (laughs) Who's Kissing Tony? Funny that uh, you ask this, though, because literally I got a message from her on Instagram yesterday. She tried it. And I hadn't heard heard from her in a long time. Wow. That is nuts. I still talk to her. I told you, this stuff keeps happening to me all the time. Like something gets talked about and then or somebody reaches out and then they, yeah. Would she like to get involved in like sort of the pilot stage of this? (laughs) (laughs) You know, there might be some kind of shopping agreement. I don't see this happening. What is she doing now? Uh, I don't really know. All I know is she lives in Bermuda. She's married and lives in Bermuda. <laughs> mm. Oh my god! The marriage. Might do we have? Be do we have the budget breaker. for that? How does how does that happen to a person that they end up in Bermuda? Yeah, especially uh, when they're from she, like Mechanicsburg. Her husband is from Bermuda, and also, oh, do you know there. where Bermuda is? Because I learned this through her. It's, it's near like the ocean. triangle. It sounds da, much da, more the ocean. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, like, the water. No, like, <laughs> let me double check like this because maybe right? I'm crazy. No, no, I think it's like near North Carolina. Come like, it's not where you think it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Let me let me confirm this, but. No, I agree. I think of it as in the Caribbean. Am I, yeah, that that's what I think. What am I yeah. thinking of then? No, you might There's be right. Are you thinking of the Bermuda Triangle? 
No, it's okay. Yeah, I, uh, Bermuda. This isn't like a situation where there's like a Hollywood, Florida, but like we're all really thinking about the Hollywood in California. I right. think Bermuda and the Bahamas, I get confused. Mm. Yeah. Come mm. on, pretty mama. <laughs> it says the closest land outside the territory is in the American state of North Carolina, get about 1,035 kilometers to the west northwest. Interesting, because I am looking at the Bermuda Triangle Where's on that? my map app, and that is... Is that in Roswell? It is a little bit, little bit north of the uh, Dominican Republic, and that makes more sense to me yes, in my brain. That's what kind, that's where I would have guessed if I wasn't too completely yeah. nervous of sounding idiotic. <laughs> See, and I don't. <laughs> I just went for even it. as I said yeah, it. I thought I don't have that affliction. So, is any of this near Florida? Because I figure all, I figure you go to Florida I mean, and then you go south. I'm, I'm showing out from the triangle. Uh, it is the same latitude as Miami, but it's like over over a ways. Okay, but like. But I mean, if you really want to, you could swim. I'm joking. You couldn't. <laughs> Someone um, probably has. Bermuda's like way out there, though. Yeah, it's like it further. Yeah, in that's the what Atlantic I too. than some of those other Caribbean places. But, but now I'm curious, like the differences between the Triangle and Bermuda proper. Right. But that's got to be an easy Google. All I know is Monica from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City's family is from Bermuda. Okay, hmm. I see. I see an island called Bermuda. And that is straight up in the middle of the Atlantic. Well, wouldn't that be it? That's the one I was thinking of. I think yeah. so. Yeah, this this guy, you have to really zoom this in. This is the one that's yeah. near North Carolina. You're not talking mm-hmm. about the Bermuda. Uh, I, I wouldn't say close to North Carolina. At the closest land outside the territories <laughs> in the American state of North Carolina, <laughs> but, about 1,035 kilometers. But that's misleading. You can also say right. w- what's like the closest part of America that's n- near Ireland. You know what I mean? That doesn't mean they're close tony but it's the closest, i won't be i won't be kissing tony tonight <laughs> yeah that's the deal breaker <laughs> yes i could I, I could see that i'm looking at it and i'm sadly gonna have to confirm with tony can i see this yeah. this is riveting for the <laughs> guys so wait. N- not close but like if you were to draw the closest okay. straight line yeah Excuse i feel like it, tony me. that's a, a mispropagandist over here Factor. i'm glad i'm not yeah. kissing okay. you right now is it yeah. anywhere <laughs> near you where you thought it was i didn't yes. think about it i did say I in the middle of the ocean yeah, yeah. yeah. Rory and i were in the middle of the ocean thank you conferring and we decided that uh, its specific location is the ocean <laughs> <laughs> yeah we nailed it All right. I'm glad we got that all figured out. Now, I had forgotten that Tony Soprano is a real tongue forward kisser. I get we watched Sopranos. Well, I watched it way after everyone else watched it. And really what sticks out to me, Joe got excited. I'm watching it for the first time (gasps) as of like a week ago. Have you noticed his kissing? not you exactly. Okay, <laughs> That's yeah. not, I have a lot of new stuff I'm, okay. I'm paying attention to. The kissing. Wait, how far into it are you? I, I'm like five episodes in oh, season one. I, not, I don't know. Yeah. There's more kissing later. But I imagine. I think so. I but the thing that... <laughs> I don't know if you know this. Great show. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> not bad. Yeah, not bad. It's What's funny is the thing that stands out to me now, all said and done, watched it, enjoyed it. I had the epiphany that I really hate boats and I never want to be on one because there's an episode. I mean, I've been on them before and I'm sh- perhaps I'll be on them again. But like I get seasick. There's an episode where they're on a boat and just watching it made me seasick. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. And that is what I what I take away from it. That's the most visceral reaction, not feeling a little bit repulsed by all the tongue. And yet also <laughs> a little bit attracted to him at times, which I didn't see coming. You were fine with all the murder, but the boats. 
Oh, it was an emotional murder of sorts. Yeah. I watched that Natalie Wood documentary and she drowns. And awesome. I watched Ugh. it during COVID. And now I have like a really pretty extreme fear of drowning, which is weird because I've seen a lot of things that scare mm-hmm. me and they've never like penetrated my soul in that right. way. And so now I have reoccurring nightmares about drowning and now I'm afraid of boats. Dude. So when you said that, it really struck a chord with me. On that documentary, <laughs> never what, con- a cruise. what conclusion no. do they draw? Never. Um, about how she drowned. Oh, it seemed like the husband was a little sus, but the kids don't want to, like, since it's their only relative, they Mm -hmm. kind of, like, had his back. I don't know. I was so hyper-focused on the fact that I'm going to drown that I really, that's that's my takeaway. Now, why did... Why did that more than all the other stuff uh, really drive this fear home for you? Because I started having dreams about it. Mm-hmm. And then I get in my head where I'm like, wait, is this a sign? Like, oh, am premonition. I doing this or is this a premonition? And then I think it like deepens those neural pathways. So now like not every night, I'm not a total psycho, um, but a lot of nights I'll like go to be falling asleep and then I'll, th- I'll, I'll see water uh-huh. and I'm like, stop it, stop it. And I have to like be like daisies or like think of something different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like really afraid of it, which is weird because I am a deep sea diver. Well, that's weird. (laughs) (laughs) That was information that was pertinent, I think. Well, just meaning like I've like (laughs) I've been like a hundred feet underwater. You know what I mean? Like I I I understand now why you would have dreams about drowning. Yeah. Like I can see how (laughs) I would be afraid. You really made it seem random, and it wasn't. (laughs) Wait, what does deep sea diving involve? This is it. Just means sixty to a hundred feet. It's a different certification. But scuba, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever did That's this near horrifying. Bermuda? No, 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 no. <laughs> so wait, how do you scuba dive <laughs> without yet. being on a boat? Well, well I haven't. The... I haven't done it since. Oh, COVID. so now you won't do it. And now I'm like uh, so scared. Like I'm like, ooh, this seems like such a bad idea. There have been so many warnings. Like you know, at least once a week. Did you enjoy it before all the fears? Oh yeah. What's fun about it? Mm, you get course. to see things you've never seen before. I felt really safe doing it because I'm good at it. I mean, I've been with sharks. I've been in caves with sharks. I've had like caves? krill clean my teeth. You like, <laughs> open it up and you let them swim in. Oh my God. Your teeth. And they're, they're like... into the plaque and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is like the dental version of that pedicure where fish eat your dead skin off your feet. <laughs> Which right? is weird because I couldn't, I couldn't handle that. But, you tried that. Uh, yeah. I mean, if, like, you <laughs> but see... them in my mouth, that's fine. <laughs> How do you get the krill to stop cleaning your teeth? You just you blow go... out. Like you, they, <laughs> the bubbles like freak them out. Out. Okay. So you just breathe. <laughs> wait. So you went. I just realized. Wait. Underwater? I just realized how weird I just made this. <laughs> no. <laughs> now that it's gonna be public, Don't I'm, judge I'm like, oh boy, this is. Yeah. Would I'm you like weirdo. to? Would you like to like put some kind of spin on it and try to make it sound normal? Because I don't know if you, that you oh, can. Oh no, we are. <laughs> that ship has sailed. Okay. Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Can we talk about the caves? You've you've scuba dived into underwater caves. Yeah. Yeah. That I want to know about that. But everyone. On yeah, this end of the table is still stuck on krill inside her mouth. Well, why cleaning, don't you table right? that for a second? We're talking about caves. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How narrow were these caves? Mm. You could fit a few bodies. It's not too too okay. too narrow. And you weren't afraid that it was just going to collapse and they'd never find you again? No, because I started doing this when I was younger, so I was a lot dumber. And I, yeah. I hadn't seen... I mean, I will tell you the... Uh, tie diver sitch really put me off caves like that's a no-go i wouldn't do that ever again remind Not that me that what was... happened i know With the kids that got the trapped. kids oh, were God. like like when was he... this oh, i don't know it's so long, long ago okay this was like obama i think um 
and this they there you wasn't water. Did, <laughs> did he go sabotage? The next thing you find I out mean. is I'm like a crazy right wing <laughs> conspiracy theorist. Uh, want to be fun? Um, no, they were camping, and then torrential rains happened, and they got trapped. Mm. Right, because the water right rose. And okay, so they weren't deep camp. sea diving. No, they no. were just okay. No. But still, like reading about the caves, like cr- created such a visceral image in my yeah. mind. Mm. I think that's what happens. Is like I imagine things. They strike like a real emotional chord, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, well, that's it for me. Yes. So, sharks. Sharks underwater don't scare me. Like I don't really. That's l- where they would. Scare them. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's the like. A shark, that's- honestly, a shark walking around though, <laughs> not as much swinging a baseball bat. I would get kind of well, scared. I mean, it would be it would be freaky. An angry yeah. shark I, approaching my car. I feel like angry. I'd have the upper hand in that situation mm. though. Uh, I don't know. Famously, the street sharks. Were <laughs> yes, you're right. Dangerous crew. <laughs> He's a jet. <laughs> well, if you're sco- or if you're snorkeling and you see a shark, that is problematic. But if you're scuba diving, that's where they're supposed to be, and they're chill. And like, oh, it's, this is like you you're mean in like there. They've come up to yes. your beach, correct? To attack, correct? You. So it's like I don't snorkeling, not really. I used to not be into snorkeling, only into diving, mm-hmm. and now I'm like, I think I'm just into being in the shade on the beach. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, one more question, but <laughs> I don't know. I can't guarantee this is the last one. <laughs> The krill in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Now, is this happening in the deep sea or like... No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. So you're just like sticking your mouth in the water, opening it and being like, ah. And you basically have to not breathe because the bubbles will scare them. And what's the... Is this... The like, point I can't is imagine to just do it. Right, it's not like a no good point. dental cleaning or something. No, it's not like, no. Is it like tingle in like a fun way? Yeah. I figured. Like this pop is why rocks? They- um wow you know although that, that's a tongue sensation this is like in, in yeah it's your like you just kind of feel it would you do it joe i would be open to it really yeah i guess i don't know it's it just sounds so uh Random. strange yeah, yeah. yeah. like oh, well, i guess so why not let's let's get Those these things shining <laughs> yeah yeah let's get to work they'll Tony? clean your teeth will they do a root canal <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go back to that. Tony. Would I do it? Yeah. Uh, I'm not like dying to, but I think, sure, if you put me on the spot, yeah, why not? Daniel, would you? I don't know what a krill looks like. It's 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 a brine shrimp. It's a sea monkey. What? Is sea monkeys before your time? Oh, yeah, I don't know what that is. I thought you meant like a tiny little. Wait, wait, who here at the table knows what sea monkeys are? I do. Joe? Okay. Okay, so when we were, I think you're younger than we are. When we were kids, there was this unfun toy called Sea Monkeys, where you get a packet of like sea monkeys. It was advertised like actual monkey mermaid, tiny type monkeys playing with a, like you a could beach get ball. And, and like the, for me, the iconic advertisement is like in the back of a comic yes. book, and they would have yeah, what, what, these illustrations of what they are supposed doing. to be, yeah. which is. Like yeah, these mermen, yeah. <laughs> like living Tiny, whole family, but they don't start off fantasy. as monkeys. No, there, there's nothing monkey about this. So what? So what it is? It's a packet of brine shrimp egg. How how are they like in transported, like freeze dried, and then sent yeah. to you, and then they're alive? I, I, don't, I don't know. know. So it's brine okay. shrimp. They're sold as eggs. Yeah, brine. Sh- it's a packet of brine shrimp eggs, and then this little tank that has these little like magnification bubbles on it. You can still buy them. Really? Mm-hmm. And then, so basically, you just have pet brine shrimp. 
but that they're they called, decided to call sea yes, monkeys. It was it's, all it's marketing. It's branding of the highest order. Yes, it's like the most they boring. Dis- like, they disappointed every child because they don't play with a beach ball. There is a they single like thing monkeys. that you could buy from the back of a comic book that wasn't disappointing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, this, this is like a classic uh, advertisement where, like, they, yeah, they it's hot. like a family, and yeah, yeah they look oh. kind of cut, and like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're living in a castle and. You would think that they would become a part of your family, but really they're just like, yeah, they're bugs. Like they're right. sea, sea bugs sea more bugs. than right. monkeys. Yeah, that was so a, that's that, what it was a sea bug. That's what they are, Daniel. So I wouldn't mm-hmm. uh, for a couple reasons. One, I would probably be afraid I would eat them like somehow, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also you're not going. I'm not going to be there because I don't go in the ocean. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. that part mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would be hard. I'll sm- I'll let them do it here if they can reach <laughs> Yeah, me. right. Okay. <laughs> it's funny at that point it's like, well, I guess I would let bugs crawl into my mouth and clean. <laughs> yeah, I guess I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that would be the one thing keeping me from doing it underwater is it just feels like would you open your mouth and let bugs get in there and mess around? No. But the but the but-, but the fact that you're like they will all go away the second you breathe. It's like I, I what, they say that, it. and here. And but what if one doesn't? Something happens. Here you are swallowing a bunch of krill. I guarantee it. I'd end up swallowing one. It's yeah, just how it goes. Mm-hmm. It's probably worse for him mm-hmm. or her. I, yeah, I would argue that. Yeah, too. I'm not considering their feelings. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you know, they are sea bug. <sighs> okay, so yesterday I had a driving experience. Um, first of all. This is the hyper-local content people are tuning in for. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed, people who live on this side of town, that the second you get over the hill, suddenly everyone is the most aggressive driver in the world? The second you get over onto the other side of the hill. Like Hollywood? Yes. I'm not good with geography. Out of of the valley. Yes. Thank you. Into the fire. Into the the crucible. Um, So I was taking a right turn from Cahuenga onto Franklin, where you cannot make a right turn on red. So I didn't. And everyone started honking at me. Why are you rolling your eyes I'm already? Trying to, no, I'm not. I'm trying to imagine Cahuenga and Franklin. Go ahead. I think yeah. I know what you're talking. You, you like pass the bowl. Yes. Right? And then you're like taking it. The thing where when Waze oh, tells like, you to. Sorry. When Waze, For me, when Waze tells me to do this, I'm like, oh, don't take me up in there, please. It's but, like takes you past like the Magic, magic castle, castle, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Like to a take big, a right. There's a big billboard yeah. to your left. And like, yeah, it's you, if you go straight, you're like in the heart of Hollywood. Yes. yes. Yeah. You're like passing Hollywood. And that's and a Highland. no right on red? Well. <sighs> it's also not a typical uh, intersection. Right. It's not like a normal like cross. It's, it's kind of so, weird. Yes, a yeah. little bit. It's that, like a right by the freeway. So. It's not a nine. It's not a ninety degree angle. And I wish it were. <laughs> there's like a sort of like a a bend. A, yeah. Um. So everyone's honking at me, and I'm in my little car, like pointing to the sign, like <laughs> look. Um. That's the sound of my arm. Look. And then the honking. I mean, it wasn't just the car behind me. It was the car behind me and like 50 cars. Are you sure it wasn't no right during rush hour only? I looked for another sign and I did not see it. I'm familiar with the intersection. I think you're correct. I think it's just no No right right turn. So everyone was honking at me and I just went like, okay. And so I just went. Nothing bad happened. But I was thinking, I feel like that's a bit of a test. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I failed it. Now you know what you do during the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think you know right now. Yes. Um, but that's yeah, that's interesting because it's like, well, is it for the 
is are you breaking a, a little rule that maybe doesn't apply right like it like w- you could assess that there's no danger right like that if you turned right it was probably it's not a fine. blind turn no yeah. i th- there was really no assessment there was just me going <laughs> i don't want to be honked at i don't like this make it they're stop gonna, i'll I do what like it they're takes gonna, they're gonna like attack me mm-hmm. oh, so that's that how so weird my reaction is Fuck you! I'm gonna get out of my car. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna walk away and now you guys are the car. Yeah. Like, like, Oh, that's so smart! Like, I, like my when when that happens, like my fight or that? flight kicks in, and I'm like, well, now it's time to fight. Were you pointing outside of your car window? Were you just going? No, like, I was inside my car, hoping so nobody they would my see arm. the silhouette. Oh, why didn't I use my left arm? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I figured they're all. In- that's when you do the moon roof. You open it and then, and you, then you point like this out. I mean, thing. in my mind. I imagine not in that moment, but afterwards, I imagined like the I should have car seen it. No, like why didn't I get out of my car, turn around, and say to the car behind me, like I think you know that wouldn't have gone well. But so, um, so if you look at the sign, um, actually, so I need a green arrow, Bless and you. also, you. um, you're honking, and so you don't actually don't know because that's where I am. <laughs> Something like that. The funny, yes. <laughs> funny thing is i have thought to myself many times or maybe just once when someone else was honking at me and i felt like this person it was on the canyons which are these sort of narrow hilly streets that's a nightmare yes and there was someone behind me honking at me and it was making and eventually i just pulled over to this let them also go yesterday past me. no this was another time oh, okay um this is a while ago and i was thinking i should not let someone honking at me make me drive in an unsafe manner like if i were driving a school bus with a bunch of kids in it and someone i'm trying to remember the exact analogy they come up at the time and i can't remember what it was but essentially like if someone was saying hey you have a this or or like you should be going this i wouldn't allow one incorrect person to let me jeopardize a bunch of people's lives so really i gotta like stick to my guns and then in this moment i didn't like i knew or well you know what they were making me doubt myself sure peer pressure when a lot of people start honking i can see how that makes you go like well maybe i've read this wrong and it wasn't just a toot toot it was a like a lean on it oh my god they were so they were they wanted to eat me Mm -hmm. is it possible Mm -hmm. that i was wrong yes that on the side of the road there was a hot babe in a bikini. <laughs> Have we considered this as a possibility? Giving out free money. Just, and yeah, a classic honk of your horny sign. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't, we can't rule it out. Also, maybe there was a union strike going on. Yeah, another one mm-hmm. that we just never heard of. Right. I mean, what's what's up there? Uh, was it at the American Legion? I'm trying to think what's on the... Yes, what's on that, that's in, there's like a Hilton. Yeah, right. that could be <gasps> hotel workers. You know I'm, what? I bet it was not, but... Maybe there was a guy in my back seat who was trying to stab me. They were, and they were honking. You. Yeah. What would you guys have done in this? So Rory would abandon her car. Sure. We... I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have just sat there, though. And then when it turned green, really taken a long beat. <laughs> would you really do this? Yes, I would really do this. So you... All of that sounds so like my whole body is allergic to all of that. And by that, I just mean like I'm fearful. I don't like yelling. I don't flip people off because I don't want to get shot. Mm-hmm. That's like my mm-hmm. only fear. But it, no, I mean, what do you, so what are you going to do? If you want to come around me and risk your life, by all means, but 
I'm not going to risk mine for you. I want to be that person. Why are you not supposed to turn right there, though? I don't know. That's a great question. I would imagine there were enough accidents for some reason that they had. I, that, that's I, always where I go to is like there must be an, an issue that this is addressing. It's very busy. I bet it's pedestrians because there's a lot of tourists who walk there. They park mm-hmm. and then they walk to the Hollywood Boulevard. And I bet because there's so many cars coming and turning there that there are probably a lot of people who weren't waiting for pedestrians. They were just mm-hmm. treating it like it was and yeah. probably a lot of people were getting hit. It's, I'm sure sense, yeah. they don't do stuff like that for no reason. I'm sure there were a lot of accidents. Don't you defend them. <laughs> <laughs> so do yeah. we assume that people knew and they just blow through? They just didn't know. Yeah. There should be a way to indicate this. Because especially when they're far back and they can't yeah. see what you're seeing, exactly. they're just like, they just, oh, come they on. Just hear, yeah, exactly. And they hear other people honking. So they're like, yeah, I'm going to do it's it time too. to honk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a honk free for all. Well, I didn't appreciate it very much. Yeah. It hurt your feelings. It frightened me. Yeah. And and I'm just disappointed in myself. For going along with it. Yeah, I just let them I let them bully me. Damn. It's in what? Hollywood. Never heard of it. Bullied in Hollywood. <laughs> Doesn't speak well of your character. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Because what would I have done if the Well, really though, there wasn't any danger. I just could have gotten a ticket. Yeah. Still. That's, how That's how it starts. That is how it starts. <laughs> it's start like, hey, it. drive on the sidewalk. Come right. on. Beep, beep. That's right. Beep, beep. Get up there. Yeah. Go ahead and beep, plow beep. into that <laughs> fruit right. vendor. Beep. You're right. They're going to see that they can push old mm-hmm. Alice and Rosen around. Oh, yeah. We've seen this car before. Blow <laughs> 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 through is. this red light. There she is. Yeah. And they don't even, they don't want to go. They just want to see you do it. They'll just be behind you. Beep, beep. And you're robbing a bank now, you know. Right. In this your little is, car. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Letting krill swim in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> this is my new fear now. Krill in your mouth? No. Oh, people are honking at me. <laughs> krill honking at you? Oh my god! How? What would krill honking sound like? Like, like very silent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Like a purr. That's <laughs> cute. That's really cute. <laughs> yeah. Joe Kozala. Yes. What's been going on with you lately? Goodness. Um, what have I been doing? It almost sounded like goodness uh, was the noun that you were saying. Like, <laughs> I've been spreading the good word of Christ. <laughs> that's what I thought you were saying. Just goodness. That's that's on. why I'm here today, folks. If we can all join hands, I have some words. Oh boy. Um, well, you know, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame list of nominees came out, uh, so my podcast is back. There's never uh, a bad time to rock and roll, man. Any, any good ones this year? Um, I am very excited for Cool and the Gang. Cool in the game. That feels is overdue. Yes, and that's that's a, a group I I have been personally advocating for. Uh, like to them or on your podcast? On my podcast, but like not long ago, I just did like a very short episode that was designed because there are people who make decisions with the Rock Hall who I know listen or aren't aware of of the show, and so I, I put that out just to kind of nudge. And I will be taking credit for their nomination, even if it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's mm. that's the one. I hope I'm, they know you're advocating for them. Um, they do. I How think. do you know? Their pub. I've spoken to their publicist before, and that's so cool. they because they had reached out to me when they they released some album, blah blah blah. There was some stuff, and I hit hit them back when it was like, oh, do you know? Like I've been advocating for them, blah blah blah. Uh, I've like, written stuff about them in the hall, and they were like, yes. And I, I figured that's why they they sent the message in the first place. Wait, so you've written stuff about them in the hall? What is that? I mean? have a um. I have an article on Vulture 
that's just like here's artists who've never made the ballot who should and cool and gang, cool and gang was at the top of the list cool i didn't know you write for vulture mm. i mean it's the only thing i've written for vulture you know you wrote once for vulture <laughs> <laughs> but i updated every year because it's about artists that aren't on the ballot and when they made the ballot yeah. got to take them off and replace them and so it's a fun little thing i do at the beginning of each year how many years have to pass before you're there eligible it's 25 years 25. after your first released recording could be an album could be a single Whoa. could be an ep who else is up this year so this year it's uh, Cher, Mariah Carey, Ozzy Osbourne, Jeez. Foreigner, Peter Frampton, Dave Matthews Band, Mary J. Blige, Sade, Sinead O'Connor, uh, Jane's Addiction, Oasis. I'm sure oh, I'm, I'm God, It feels like a, a lot more. of those I would have assumed already had been in. And yeah. then David Matthews Band. David oh, Matthews God, Band. Matthews band? <laughs> David Matthews. That wasn't time. even on purpose. Oh, okay. <laughs> Play it. Clip it. David Matthews Band. <laughs> we already have it. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> well, you like to be proper. You're respectful. Yes. I do not turn right on red illegally under normal circumstances. No. So what happened is many years ago, I said the Dave. Ma- I thought I said the Dave Matthews Band. Mm. And everyone pointed out that I said the David Matthews Band. I'm like, that was like my teeth chattered or something. Like, I truly did not intend to but say now it. now you and say I, it. And now, I, because I. <laughs> That was accidental. I didn't. I don't think of them the that, that way. Band. Oh, That's what oh his gosh. mother calls it. Yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't think. How do you feel about them being nominated? Um, they've been nominated once before, and I at the time was not thrilled. It felt very. It, it was almost as soon as they became eligible, and I was like, I don't know if they're like one of those bands that gets in right away. But right. you know, it's been a few years. Dave was at Dave. I call him Dave, not David. <laughs> I'm less respectful. Um, last year, he showed up for Willie Nelson's induction. He he played and he gave the speech for Willie, and it was good. And it kind of warmed me to him as well. Was he campaigning? Well, that's I feel like he's a political that's, guy. That's the thing is often, you know, Peter Frampton was also at the hall last year. And Lenny Kravitz, who's nominated this year, inducted Lionel Richie two years ago. And so it's like it, it, there can be this kind of tit for tat, like I'll show up and do a thing. And then like, oh, look at that. I was nominated the next year. It's been happening for, uh, you know, as, kind of as long as the Hall has existed. A political Wait, game. Is uh, so these are just the nominations. These, these are just are- nominations. There will be seven or so of these names that actually get in. Huh. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What's your podcast? Oh, thank you. Uh, it's called Who Cares About the Rock Hall? And okay. it's uh, its reason for existence is that uh, I didn't realize uh, no one else uh, <laughs> was an expert on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and that yeah, most huh. people don't even think about it at all. But they're, they're, Is like, it your Roman Empire? Yeah, mm-hmm. honestly. For real? For real. Um, and there's, But there's like kind of a strange juxtaposition of like, it's peripheral. Nobody really pays attention to it. They say everyone is like, well, who cares? It doesn't matter. And yet everybody has like a very you get them going. They have like really strong opinions about it. And also it is oh. I, I have seen it so clearly important to, in the music industry and the people who get inducted. It like is an emotional moment and it is like the lifetime achievement award in the music industry. And yet like reconciling that with this its status kind of in the zeitgeist is like, what even is that? How does that work? I heard it's stupid. Right. Do you think it's because it's in Ohio? No offense to Ohio. <laughs> I didn't even know that. Well, that's mm. where the museum is. But these these concerts and these induction ceremonies can't, uh, often are in New York. Some, every other year they're in Cleveland, but they've been in LA and, you know, m- maybe. But I think it's 
position in Cleveland is probably good for both the Hall and certainly Cleveland because uh, it, it's like it doesn't have to compete with anything. Now, your fascination with it, and we probably mm-hmm. talked about this when you came on the Monday show that that I and I can't remember, but are you obsessed with music or lists? Both. And in, so that's why it's like a perfect combination. Across the board mm-hmm. lists? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some other This must be a season that's into. really good for you. <laughs> What do, what do you oh what do you mean? Well, it's like award season. Oh yeah, a lot yeah. Of lists. I, yes, I and I I like awards as yeah. well because of the list aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just thinking. This must be a really exciting yeah. time. But especially entertainment. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. Uh, entertainment lists, you know, more so than like sports lists. I'm not a sports guy, but when it starts to get like into like bracket territory, oh boy, I I do start to <laughs> or playoffs. Like that's when I start to pay attention a little bit. Right. On childish, uh, Greg Fitzsimmons said, "Okay, what are your." you know, top three Desert Island albums? It's a very antiquated question. Yeah. But I thought like... I would use my cell phone to call for help. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I thought, I don't like answering these kind of questions. But do you pro- you probably love that? Well, right? you know, I more, less so the personal list, and more mm. so like I grew up watching like VH1's like 100 greatest lists mm. and like the Rolling Stone lists that would come out 500 greatest albums or whatever. Right. And even like I am one of those people who can tell you like who's won Best Picture and like the nominee list for most Oscar years and stuff. So th- those are more the the types of lists I like. Because they're reaching for objectivity. Obviously, they're they're all flawed in their own ways, but like they're reaching for some sort of consensus, which so, I think is interesting. Wait, if we just name a year, you can tell us what movie won Best Picture that year? Uh, unless it was a really old year, but yeah, like of the past 50 years, probably. 2014. 2014 was Birdman. What? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I don't even know where I was in 2014. Like, I mean, I was in Los Angeles, but if you put a gun to my head and said, what did you do in 2014? I'd be like, well... I guess that's it for me. Well, goodbye, world. Yeah. <laughs> okay, 1985. Uh, out of Africa. 84. Uh, Amadeus. What? Anyone else want to say crazy. years? crazy. No one else is 1978. like 1978. <laughs> no, 78 was the deer hunter. 75. Uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, 91. 91 was Silence of the Lambs. God, that's that old? Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Um... That's Daniel, do you care wild. to say a year? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, 97. It's Titanic. No, that was 99. No, it's 97. 99 was American Beauty. I'm shook. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I this Titanic is one of the craziest things that I think Absolutely has ever like, happened. Sorry, I hate to say it to you, but no, I, I, believe I know you. for a fact. But you, now you're not... Like an autodidact, right? Which I really is what... thought you were going to ask another question. <laughs> now, you're not an automobile <laughs> turned um, into man. I don't know which exactly. Is what Mary Lou Henner is. Who... No. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm fascinated, though, with her story. I, I think she can, like, remember everything. Everything that has ever happened to her. She, you can yeah. literally be like, yes. what happened on May 1st, 1980? Insane. And she will tell you what she had for breakfast. She'll run through the entire day. That is a literal, Whoa. like, brain condition and is that w- painful like like emotional <laughs> you know what's interesting is i watched a, a i watched like a it, it, i don't think it was exactly 60 minutes it might have been mm-hmm. it, was some, it was either 60 minutes or something like it and or they 59 ta- minutes yeah it was 58 to 63 <laughs> minutes somewhere in between there i don't know um but uh they talked to her and it's interesting she's like i've you know i've had a blessed life like it doesn't bother me and then they talk to other people with a condition which is very rare and they are all like it is a living hell 
I have to live all of... Is it because the attention... She's always paying attention? (laughs) Or maybe because she can't forget painful things. Yes, I think that's exactly it. Like, any bad thing that has happened... Yeah, it doesn't get, like, washed... Sands of time don't wash away. It's present. And... But Mary Lou Henry has had, like... A very nice life and is like a rich and so famous. It's great. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I mean, like, they're literally, she's in like a convertible with the person interviewing her and they're just like, yeah, you know, it's fine. No, I was on the set of Taxi for that one. Blah, blah, blah. Boy, you better have a good life if that's how your brain is. Tony, wow. can you look up autodidact just to see if, in case, I might be giving. Is that the right the word? Or, yeah. Or if, if you could Google, what the hell's going on with Mary Lou Henner? <laughs> that will also probably get you there. Or who's kissing Mary Lou? Mm. I'd watch that uh, show. It looks like a self-taught person. Then no, that's not what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Man, people must have been screaming as yes. they were listening to. Yes. But yeah, I'm not that though. I'm not self-taught. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm self-taught in the terms of the all these the best picture stuff. Yeah. It's inspiring though when I hear about people like that because obviously my brain isn't anything like that. But I, there is this feeling that it's hard to learn new things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like you just go, oh, you know, you're older and it's just like, what I know is what I know. Yeah. I'm not cramming any new information in there. And it's like, your brain's capable of fitting a lot of information. Like you can fit a lot more than you are trying to put in there. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, when is Allison going to learn what autodidact means? <laughs> Today. We'll see if it sticks. Yeah. If yes. you're shaking your head, no, no. <laughs> ain't happening. Well, well, then what does David Mary Matthews. Lou Henner have? <laughs> David Matthews was an autographic memory. That's what it, I, I always... feel like there's another term, but I could be wrong. Obviously, um, I'd never even heard looking... of this. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. It, I've learned uh, a lot today. Uh, auto superior autobiographical memory. No, I mean that's <laughs> hyperthmesia is also maybe that's what it's called. Maybe that's what I'm. Thinking that's what of. you were reaching for. Hyperthmesia. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just rolling off your tongue. Excuse me. No, I, uh, hyperthymesia. I was. I neglected to see that. Why hyperthymesia? Okay. Allison's always pre- uh, pronounced it strange. Yeah. So, yeah. Hyperthymestic <laughs> syndrome or highly superior autobiographical memory. I would want to. Highly superior. Let's put that in the title. Yeah. Yeah. Just to let people know. <laughs> all right. So Joe's been all uh, thinking about the rock hall. Rory, mm-hmm. what, what have you been doing lately? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Goodness. I mean, that's the difference between his brain and mine. I'm like, where was I? <laughs> it's a blessing <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm around. I'm good. You know, kicking it, living, interviewing people, talking about heartbreak, writing my book. What book are you writing? Probably shouldn't have mentioned it. Uh-oh. We can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, can yeah. we leave that in though that you're writing yeah, your book? Yeah, 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 totally. Okay. Yeah. Um, I Tony and I, well, I and Tony was here. Um, had do you know who Molly Roden Winter is? She wrote that book, Open, a memoir of open marriage. That Sounds was, really like, pretty familiar. Buzzy. Um, and I read her. She was delightful. It's mm-hmm. a, everyone go listen. Well, go listen to that. And then right after or right before, listen to, I'm taking a, a detour for a second. We had Nora Smith and Pete Smith on the show, their father and daughter. Nora Smith is the co-showrunner of Bob's Burgers. And her dad is um, like did Adult Swim and Space Goes Coast to Coast. And he has now a music album out with Jay Gonzalez of Drive by Truckers. Uh, Wendy Molyneux, who the fan favorite, recommended them. Um, that was such a fun episode, mm-hmm. I thought. So yes. go listen to that. But anyway... Um, so wait sorry does that relate to open marriages no that oh, okay. was uh, uh <laughs> i just like i was trying to keep 
Yeah. The thread. No. So, okay. You know what? Eventually you just give up. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Sweet <laughs> surrender. <laughs> but Molly, we had her on the show. Interesting interview. She was delightful. However, her book, which I read, I, so it's all about her open marriage. Mm-hmm. I found it so depressing. Mm. Um, and it reminded me. you tell me, her that? I found it oddly inspiring. <laughs> I was say Daniel's wiping his brow, like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, honey, totally depressing, right? <laughs> <laughs> I imagine there could be a telling of open marriage that. Oh, well, that's a question. Could I there interviewed be a, a girl, Paloma Garcia Lee. She was in um, Spielberg's West Side Story, and she's a Broadway actress. And she was in a relationship for thirteen years and married and had two boyfriends at the time. Like so, and how was it for her? Great, she loved it. And, and, and that she felt- still she still identifies as like Polly, yeah. And um, who was she in the movie? I don't know. Sorry, one of them. One of them. <laughs> she was one of them. She's blonde. That might narrow it down. Okay. Um, and yeah, it was fascinating listening to her talk about it and multi like how they would multitask that and how they were a family and yeah. I don't know. I mean, I get I get your perspective. I did an open relationship once. Um, it only worked for me because I don't think I actually cared. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I could. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I could really do it if I really cared. I've never taken it off the table because I just feel like I can't fast forward like 20 years into the future. And if I'm with somebody for 10, 15, 20 years, is that going to be like one day we wake up and it's the thing we do for like, I don't know, a couple of months to spice things up and then go back to being closed? Maybe. I'm I'm not strictly opposed to it because you never say never but right i obviously inherently understand how that could be a bummer like i don't i think it was her particular experience with it that left me feeling that way because she really is telling a very honest version of it and there's Mm -hmm. just a lot of it just it reminded me of a lot of my exploits in my 20s of like just settling no for more. less than yes, I, you know, I and she was really trying to find herself and there's a lot of guys who mistreated her and it just, I don't know, the whole thing just felt sad to yeah, me. That's terrible. Um, I know that sounds so judgmental. Joe? Yes. Open relationship. Would you ever do it? I don't think so. I bet. Okay, never, 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 but I, I, probably <laughs> I don't think so. Tony? Yeah, probably not. Oh, no, I wouldn't, right? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm way too lazy. Well, that's the thing, too, is like you have to really like being around people. It's a lot of work. It's a lot lot of work. work. That's the thing. She went out on multiple dates each week. I know. Mm -hmm. That's like big love. Watching that show about the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, mm-hmm. the polymony, polymony, polygamy. polygamy, polygamy. You were so close. Honestly. <laughs> we were so all going to give it to you. Yeah. Uh, fix that. Fix that in post. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> um, and just like, oh, my God, you can have it. Like, go ahead yeah. and do that if you want to. That is a nightmare. Mm-hmm. One is a nightmare. Yeah. Dating he, sucks. <laughs> huge nightmare. So like two, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh no, I, I it's. I I just think about the managing of the relationship as being like a, that's a lot. It's yeah. like too much. Um, the zippers on my jacket are hitting the table and it's making an annoying noise. I'm sorry to anyone who thought, "What is that sound?" I would like to now say hello and welcome to the new patrons. Allison wants to say thank you to a couple of special people out there. 
Hello and welcome to Irene Palmerton, to Aaron Schlegel, to Lindsay Chandler, to Celeste uh, Cacucciolo. Cacucciolo. Listen, people, that's me. That's me standing up to all those people honking. Uh, No, but anyway, listen, people will say to me, you got my name right. No one ever pronounces it right. So now, like, I feel the pressure. pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Cacucciolo. Chloe Stanley, Lauren R., Larissa Allen, Kay, and Robin Burke. Hello. Welcome. Thank you for becoming patrons. I hope you're loving all the stuff. Interact with me. Take advantage of your access. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Now, as you may have noticed, usually by this time in the show, I would, as queen of segues, I would have segued to this ad, to that ad, to this ad, probably that many. You the know? other ad? <laughs> Sometimes one more, but some, I don't know, you know, it depends. But there just would have been a lot of like chances for me to show off my segue skills. My Segway skills are dying on the vine right now, you guys, because I'm crazy. <laughs> and also because it is not <laughs> a great time for advertising in the podcast industry or just for my podcast. I don't know. Every time I say this, other people are like, yeah, it's bad for me, too. But then yeah, some jerk is like, it's be- never been better. Yeah. So what no, I'm saying is I'm making a direct plea to you. If you have enjoyed my podcast over the years, I am relying on your direct support. It's never been like this, guys. I've always been. It's never been a labor of love. It's been a labor of profit. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it is a labor of love. But really, so many people have stepped up and signed up for Patreon. So thank you. I would also like to uh, remind you, I'm doing a newsletter and there's a subscription tier for that as well. And that's alisonrosen.substack.com. But you can get to all of this by going to alisonslinks.com. Okay. I think it is time to do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Or everyone. I have one. I realized I do not like the experience of watching a whodunit and feeling a lot of suspense. Like, I... Wait, are you agreeing with me, Rory? Oh, oh yay. Oh okay. God, yes. Because I like I like spoilers. I like to know what's going to happen. <laughs> and, and it doesn't ruin it for me. I imagine, like, it could, but... In, so we were watching True Detective and uh, got to a point where I was like, I just want to spoil it for myself. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. And instead, I watched it. I felt all the emotional manipulation of it. And then I felt disappointed by the ending. And I thought, I wish I had just fucking read that. I think I might have enjoyed it more. Just me? Uh, no, no, not just It's you. just us, I think. I cannot i've never related to anything more (laughs) i love that i feel like my nervous system can't handle it i don't watch a lot of things because i'm like no mm -mm. i i can't turn the dial down like a normal person so the second it gets suspenseful i'm now in fight or flight mode yeah and that's like a defect in my body and i understand that so my thing is i read i uh, like i'll be on a date i don't care i will whip that up even if i have to like pee or something (laughs) and then i'm like okay what happens in this what happened to in this date 
Uh, and not. Yeah. <laughs> Am I walking into a haunted house? Yes. Um, I will look and I will find out the ending just so that I can like yeah. survive it. I've also had to take Xanax sometimes. It's not great. This is very embarrassing. To watch a show? Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Mm-hmm. But I like to know. I actually like to know ahead of time. Me too. I just hate surprises. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're Dang. the same. I'm the exact opposite. Yeah, of course. Same. That's normal. And yeah. I, I, I ignore me. I get it. <laughs> no I offense. Get into this with my uh, my girlfriend, who I think is with you guys. <gasps> oh, maybe it's a lady yeah. thing. Yeah, it's probably because be. we've been traumatized for yes. most of our lives. <laughs> I, we just don't worry about Life getting murdered. Is a, is a whodunit. Wow. Um, but when we're watching something and I've seen it and she hasn't, she will be like, "Yeah, does he die?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you want to know yeah. that? Like, yeah. we're, this is us. This, this is, us. is us. This is like the Just same. Tell me. Same. Yeah. Like, this is part of like the experiences. You don't know what's going to happen, yeah. and then like it's a yeah, it's worst. a powerful moment when like you're going to miss when he that. Dies. You see if if Revelation. you see if they live or not, and then yeah, we'll just constantly be like, just tell. Like, ah, yes, I know. Gonna, and she's also when she watches something, she is constantly trying to guess what's going mm-hmm. to happen, mm-hmm. and I am just like, let it ride. Let's see how this goes. I'm not. If it's a whodunit. I'm really not even trying to figure it out. No, not at all. Because no. I, I will enjoy the ride. I will try to figure it out, but I don't spoil it though. Yeah, I am. All, I never guess it. I don't think I've ever guessed it. I don't know who done it. Like I'm always wrong. I'm just. I'm terrible at it. I don't think that's you being terrible. I think that's the way it's written. Well, I've found that often. You know. Yeah. They'll. They'll hide. It's like the, the Clue movie. It's always not like really, a person but. you haven't met before or whatever. It's like. It depends. I think a good who done it probably is seeding clues from the beginning. But I feel like I, this has been my ballywick. Look that up. Am I using that correctly? My autodidact. <laughs> this has been my... Th- I'm, it's probably wrong. That's Unfortunately, I am the kind of person who... I'm aging out of my good vocabulary. And by that, I mean I had a good vocabulary, but now I'm aging and I'm forgetful. Mm. So I'm just like pulling things, but any, I'm pulling any all word. the wrong. <laughs> any word that's accessible. Any word will do. Any word that sounds big. Yeah. This is my thing that I've been saying lately. Uh, I think many who many whodunits are disappointing. Who's done it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plural. <laughs> well, <I> think, <laughs> yes, who's done it? I, who's done it? I think after this last True Detective season, I've had a come to Jesus moment with the whodunit genre and realized I don't know there are that there are very I don't know that there are many that I have liked. Mm, Interesting. Mm. I don't think that it's a genre I care for. I, um, I will say a friend of mine who's very into the genre was telling me where he draws the line between what is a good whodunit and what is mm. bad. He said what's really important is that you as the viewer, the audience, has to have access to every yeah. clue so yes, that you that could figure sense. it out because if they reveal it and it's a bunch of shit that you didn't so what's the fun of that yeah you didn't then like that's cheating like yeah. you right. you have to be able to uh show and it's that's part of the art and the craft of the whodunit is being able to uh, not lead your audience on to what's about to happen with those clues, but be able to present them and not make it obvious. So right. by that, by those standards, this season of True Detective did not pass, right? We'd have to watch it again. Probably. Uh, I'd have to think about it. I'm not. It was such a. It's such a confused. Did any of you season. watch it? I, did I don't watch know it. that. Yeah. I don't know that. Um, <laughs> Tony, what's Ballywick? Uh, who this is a who said it? It uh, who knew it? One's a sphere of operations or particular area of interest. 
Okay, so that I feel worked. Like that kind of works. Kind of worked, yeah. Yeah, like my cause celeb. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's also the district of, uh, sorry, the district or jurisdiction of a bailiff. Hmm. Oh. All right. Um. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. circling back to the drowning thing. Obviously, I can't really. I need to know so that I don't have more fears. You need to know. Like if I get too like invested oh, oh, oh. in the in the like intensity of something, I'm gonna oh. give myself more fears. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to look it up, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I can be like, okay, can she relax. dies. Yeah. Like right. she drowned. Duh. Okay. Yeah. Who didn't know that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel and I, and I let it go because I am an autodidact (laughs) um, and a bailiff. But (laughs) we're watching to detect. Okay, Daniel has been watching ahead and I give him permission to because mostly I just... You fall asleep five minutes in and then I'm just sitting there just like... Yeah, it's fine. I want to watch this show. So he watched like episode four or something of True Detect. It doesn't matter what episode. He watched an episode and he's like, oh my God, that was so creepy. I wish I hadn't watched that. Right before bed. Yeah. Mm. And he has a pretty high threshold for creepy stuff. So I was nervous about that. I didn't feel that strong, but it was like, it was kind of like, eh. I was nervous about that. So we watched that one and, you know, I didn't watch the scary parts and he told me when I could look again and kind of told me what was going on. So then we watched the next one and he's like, this one is intense, but there's nothing visually scary. But he forgot something. So I'm just watching it. <laughs> Eyes yeah, as wide as possible. No finger lattices in front. <laughs> no. You know, I'm not behind a blanket or anything. I'm just like a like a baby bird with my mouth mm-hmm. open. And then all of he's and then this is him. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. No, it was uh, after I went, ah. Oh, I forgot about that one. I'm so sorry. Hmm. Divorce. Uh, what a dick. Yeah. It it sucked. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I didn't care for it. Yeah, has there survived. ever been a whodunit though, where you've really thought about it? Because part of the problem with it is that once you find out who done it, it's one, like one note. One I feel trick. like at the end of each one, someone should announce, and that's who done it, and then you can just move on with your life. You <laughs> well, know who done it. No, a good who done it. What's you would have to go back and like retrace it all. I know, but there's to. nothing about it. Like the whole point of one of those generally is like solving a puzzle and what it's like you never think about a crossword after you've done it like maybe like fight club I and mean, that's not like traditional or right. like brick or I'm shattered not, I, i'm not sure i understand the question usually the question is usually that genre doesn't Disposable. stay with me i it's see not something it's that i like think about because the whole point of it is just to like know pulpy. who did the thing mm. and once you know who done the thing th- there's rarely i'm sure there are examples of really good ones where it's like, yes, but it's about this bigger idea or something. But usually I find they're not. Well, I loved a murder at the end of the world. And that's sort of like a whodunit. I don't know that. that. It's an FX show, um, Brit Marlene, and it's filmed like almost exclusively in Iceland. And I loved it. That's where True Detective was filmed. Is it Hmm. dark all the time? Or does it actually have day and night? Yeah, it's pretty much dark all the time. Not really, like, but it's, it's like... I used to call it the dim, which I think is really just dusk. <laughs> it kind of looked like that, the way that it looks right now. 
which is pretty blue. I realized I really don't like when the, and I enjoy the color blue, but not in my shows. Like Ozark, oh. Ozarks, Ozark. You won't watch Ozark because it's, it's too blue. green blue. Icy. Yeah. And then also I, someone showed a picture of the first episode of Cheers, which I, I would like to go back and watch Cheers. It was, uh, it always made me feel very lonely when I was a kid and it would come on. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, but I saw it and I was like, it's the same, it's as green blue as, is it Ozark or the Ozarks? Ozark. Ozark. It's the same color palette as that, and I do I do not care for it. You hmm. would really hate a murder at the end of the world. I don't suggest you watch. Sounds like it. I won't be watching it. Also, don't watch Avatar. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> I won't be watching that either. All right, who else has a just me or everyone? Well, I've got one. Mm-hmm. Um, when I snap my fingers, I do not use my middle finger i use my ring finger oh interesting what wait, i i used I to I oh wait oh your oh, ring yeah. finger my ring finger you were you thinking index so yeah. i just get a better sound let's like, hear them both okay okay oh my oh, gosh it's and i'll do it on, i'll do it on the mic that's the that's the flaccid version mm-hmm. that's my middle finger yeah. the uh, the alleged proper right, version this is finger. the ring finger wow, wow. can you do it on both hands wow. crazy I think it's less so on my non-dominant hand left, but that's, that's your the ring. that's the ring, and then mm. that's the middle. Do you have a strong ring finger or a weak middle finger? <laughs> Perhaps both, but uh, like my this well, is you've overcompensated. It's beautiful. I guess I I mean, he, and here I am. Take take <laughs> me as I am, Lord. Yeah. Your hands look normal, but they're not. <laughs> Thank apparently. you. That's really what I was trying to get out of this. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, they are deeply fucked up. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I, my girlfriend thinks it's weird, and I'm just like, well, does it does it really matter which finger it is? I guess to her. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna just not say anything. We're all thinking something yeah. like that. Hmm. Um, when I mention <laughs> fingers in the context of my relationship, there's something that comes to mind. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's all ring, baby. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elliot was really into Frozen. If, has everyone seen Frozen here? Mm-hmm. No, I actually haven't. Okay, Whoa. it's a Disney. It's it's a cute Disney movie. Yeah, I know what you guys it know is. what yes. it is. <laughs> Let it go. Yes. Yeah. Um, Olaf. Yes. See, I know things. So Elliot had this yeah. stuffed, or they call them plushies now. They're stuffed animals in my mind. But this plushy Olaf. When I wrote this down, because it struck me as funny, he said, "Teddy, my finger smells like Olaf." Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> my finger smells like Olaf. Now I feel weird that I mentioned it because to me it's it's funny, but everyone's uncomfortable. Okay. Yeah. Now everyone try to snap with their ring finger. Yeah, it's just weird. And then I'll do it. (laughs) Wow. Versus like just normal snaps. And then, yeah, just. I mean, my snaps are kind of weak anyway, I guess. Just not doing it. it. Can't do it. Oh, look at you. Now try your ring finger. When no. did you start doing this? I'll, since always, since like whenever you learn to snap, which is, you know, like when you don't remember the exact school. date. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I went to snapping class, uh, <laughs> um, it is a big deal when you learn to snap. Like Elliot he's keeps still, showing, he'll be like, uh, look, I can do it. Mm. <laughs> he's trying. At first, he started. And you look, laugh in his face. Yeah. <laughs> push like, him over. Try again. Get out of here. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I get very excited for his. Attempts, his attempts. Yes. You go, you're, you're getting there, mm-hmm. bud. Yeah, but he hasn't tried with his ring finger. That's crazy. It might that might be the key to unlock yeah. this whole mm-hmm. problem. Uh, anyone else have a just me, everyone? No pressure if you don't, but let's hear it if you do. Nope. Yeah, I don't. I have mean, one I guess week. I have one. It's just not good. But that's great. We'll see. 
We'll be the judge. Wow. I'll be judging. And if it's bad, get her out of here. <laughs> and I'll be snapping. <laughs> I really hate sleeping in cold rooms. I have noticed it's a thing that like every dude on the planet wants to sleep in a cold room. And I'm like, but then I'm cold. Hmm. And when I inevitably have to wake up in the morning, well, I guess that's a blessing. <laughs> I made that sound right. bad. But like when consciousness, when consciousness you. yeah, comes back or if I have to pee in the middle of the night, then I'm like, I'm freezing. My feet are cold. It mm-hmm. takes like a minute to adjust. And I don't really give a shit that all of these like, biohack bros with podcasts are like it improves your quality of oh, life is, how is cold that, are we talking is that a thing wait oh, what do they say about it yeah like every tech entrepreneur that has a podcast is like well i always sleep in the cold um i do this and then i wake up and then a cold plunge and it's like i'm so sick of being cold yeah hmm. i do think of that as like another classic male female like woman is always cold like that, you know, just feels like a long-standing, but the the sleeping aspect of it, and and I did not know this about the about the no, tech bros. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know about mm-hmm. the cold plunge, but sure. how cold? Like they don't heat their rooms at all. Is that what it is? Yeah, and it's like down to a science. Like I've heard, uh, certain people. I'm like, I don't want to necessarily drag anybody, Andrew but like Huberman. talk about like the actual temperature at which they keep their room that's like for optimal sleep. And what is it supposed to be? I have no idea because I've never paid attention because I've gone, it's too cold for me. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I was like, my optimal sm- sleep is warm. So, Toasty. Oh, see, that's interesting. Um, I would, I like to be in a cold room with a heat pad. That's okay. ideal that for me. That feels like a hack. Yes. yes. But I don't do it to like hack. It's just what's comfortable yes, for me. Yes, yes. Uh, and then I started having night sweats, which is a whole brand new thing for me. Um, but we lowered the temperature a little bit to 65 for anyone who's tracking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now everything's good, except it is cold in the morning. Mm. You would not want to spend the night. Does the heat pad go the whole night or does it tap out at a certain point? It shuts off after two hours. But, okay. But so you during, fall asleep with it. Yes. Okay. But around circa night sweats Mm -hmm. i was letting it go the whole night and then i was like i don't know if this is my body hormones or if this is i'm just getting too hot with the heat pad on or if it's when the heat actually kicks in in our room i think it might have been that too Uh, and i was like under a heat vent okay okay, you would have liked it probably yeah i would have loved it is there a thing like is there any too warm for you i mean yeah i am really temperature sensitive so i feel like I and I don't fuck with the sun like I just don't do it at all so anything kind of like when we get into the 80s I don't love that yeah but but I can probably sleep through anything do you have like a duvet a down comforter with mm-hmm. a duvet and stuff okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah but I always have to turn the temperature down for anyone that's stays and not just like like friends that stay over yeah, you just like it extra warm apparently i didn't know that <laughs> no i'm telling you yeah 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 that's what it sounds like to me yeah i think that might be just you yeah mm-hmm. there's someone there's someone who's listening who's like it's me too dm me yeah <laughs> this can be you can, you can room together mm-hmm. um let's quickly do podcast pals product picks podcast pals product picks <laughs> Joe, yes. what is yours? Mine is a thing that should be called the Beard Bib, but it's just called Beard King. Uh, and it was a Shark Tank product mm. that I purchased. And what you do is uh, it's for shaving if, if you're bearded or just, you know. Oh, yeah, I saw this episode. You know this? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it like 
it fully uh, addresses a thing that I had been like that I have, have attempted to. I'm laying down toilet paper on the sink. Oh. Is before before oh. you. Um, oh, I've seen this. Before you trim your beard, or if you're just shaving or whatever, mm-hmm. and there's uh, whiskers, mm-hmm. uh, it gets everywhere. Yeah. It's a mess. And like what this does is you you hook it around the back of your neck and it's a cloth and then you uh like suction cup it up to the mirror. Oh and yeah. And so it's catching it. It's, it's so smart. It's perfect. You shave, it catches it, and then when you're done, you just kinda like bundle it up and then, you know, put it in the trash or like I don't or know. Or mail it to somebody. Ma- mail it to an enemy or friend, depending <laughs> on what they are like or hate. And right. then yeah. It's it, That's great. It's a good it's a good efficient cleanup. Brilliant. Yeah. What's it called? The Beard, Beard King. King. It should be Beard called Beard King. Bib. You're right. Yeah. They really miss it. But I, th- I think part of it well, is they like wanna... they want the Beard King can have. You're probably... a king. You look like you're a baby while you have it. So you don't want to reinforce the <laughs> right, baby. Right, right. I get the sense they also Beard probably smart. have other products like Beard Oil or whatever, like mm. just other things. They don't want to. I don't know. But yeah, beard bib is what it is. Right. It is It is the closest thing to a bib that I own personally. But I feel like guys are so weird about buying stuff that you couldn't... You guys would not buy it if it's like, oh, no, baby. Yeah, <laughs> right? Oh, the king. You know? Yeah, it makes me think of another Shark Tank product, Dude Wipes. Yeah. Which is just... Didn't we <laughs> have the paper for I feel like they... Yeah, <laughs> those are very popular. Dude wipes are hilarious because they're they're massive. And the whole idea they're that it's bigger. like... They're bigger. And it's you're, like... Your butthole nice. is... is like, oh, I got a big butthole. It's like, <laughs> uh, ladies, you're not going to want to use these. These are for dude shits. You know, like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> so stupid. That is a question I have. And I don't know that anyone here is equipped to answer, but... Is a female butthole smaller than a male butthole? <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, aren't the aren't average women? Yeah, I would think it was proportional. So on average, probably. Yeah, the average is smaller, honey. But I mean, if we're comparing like a WNBA player to an actor, probably mm, not. Yeah, like right. Chalamet versus, Chalamet's, versus yeah. Rebecca Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> you think he has like a little like oh. What if he didn't? I'm not talking about the butt. Like, what if, like, what if Chalamet, I'm talking about, about the hole? What if yeah, Chalamet yeah, had like a it. shack? It's, it's in the name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had a you? dark butthole my whole life and I didn't even know. <laughs> Love her. Yes. Um, guys, if you know about, about butthole size, and then I guess I gotta really figure out what I'm asking. Because before you take it to Congress, <laughs> <laughs> because am I talking about the like maximum dilation? Dangerous mm, to watch, mm-hmm. or am I talking Average about the way? Yes, exactly. I don't exactly know what I'm asking. Mm. So mm-hmm. a lot goes into this, mm. um, and out. right because it's basically <laughs> comes like out. <laughs> rubber bands, right? It's like a human rubber band, right? Mm-hmm. So are we talking undulating? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. This does sound like a question that doctors like could a, probably answer. I'm but not, for me, yeah. it's like a Buddhist Cohen. Cohen? Cohen. Buddhist Cohen. He's a, <laughs> yeah. he's a lawyer. He's a convert. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, we had a birthday party for Elliot. Mm-hmm. And he was saying cake. Mm-hmm. It was cake time. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like, I see where this is going. He was saying the equivalent of cake, cake, cake. Cake, but he decided a fun way to say it would be to pronounce it like the word that I'm not saying. It's a long I vowel sound. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, yeah, I, I, I. Uh, like, oh. like bike. Yes. Right. Oh. Mm. 
And I just that turned... not go the way you thought it was going. That's no, just, it was. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. You know, like when so, you were watching the TV show and then it just came. And yeah, I was like, sorry, that was me just now. Right. Yeah. And so I just turned. No one seemed. No one like registered it or anything. You're like phones down except me. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and I just turned to him and I and it's his birthday party and I go, don't say that word. And then like which. He hasn't asked me about about why I said that. It's like we're very free with words and bad words and all. That. I mean, mm-hmm. he knows like don't these are words that you wouldn't want to say in public. Publicly, but yeah, I've yeah. never mm-hmm. like shamed him or anything. It's the mm-hmm. first time I've ever said anything like don't say that to him. Uh, I, it was the weirdest thing. That is strange. It's uh, how Australian. Uh, really? in <laughs> of <your> a way. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. You're right. <laughs> it's, we can spin it that way. Yeah. yeah. He spent some time in down, down under. under. <laughs> <laughs> Rory, do you have a podcast house product pick? Yeah, I have two. I'll do one for skin just because it's us. But the first one would be pizza scissors. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Like not a roller. No. Pizza scissors. Oh, fuck. They're just well, everything. I got to know how they're different from regular scissors. Talking about. They're really? for cutting pizza. Well, yeah, I know that, but like what? Uh, oh, what I a- thought you were talking about skincare. I'm like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, like, no, no. Eyelashes or something? No, no, no. Like the pizza scissors is oh. just for anybody that eats pizza or cooks it at home. And they look like regular scissors, but you can break them apart so you can clean oh. them. Mm. And then the it kind of go- makes a flat little piece so that you can put the pizza on it and it doesn't slip. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. It's got like a... Uh, like a little lip. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. And then skincare wise, hmm, I could just do this for an hour, but I won't. Um, Let's see. Have you ever talked about high frequency wands? I mean, I'm curious about them. Okay, I I would say that that's like a go to product for men and women. A high frequency wand will kill the bacteria in your skin. So if you have acne, um, it also like I don't know if I buy all the stuff with collagen, but in terms of using, it's like a hundred bucks. Sometimes you can get it's them like on the sale. Solar so wave is that like one no solar no. wave is red light. Oh, okay, they do have a solar wave that's blue light. Blue light also kills acne, but I don't believe that that works as efficiently as high frequency. High frequency makes like a zapping sound. It almost sounds like you're like like a bug zapping a bug. Mm. And if it hurts, you can put cheesecloth over so that you don't directly touch the skin. But don't be a bitch. Just touch yeah. so like, what's a brand of one you you would recommend? Um, or should I just Google high frequency wand? Pura Derm, I think, is what it is. Yeah, there's like Skin Gym has one. A bunch of places have their own, and I don't care where you get it from. But I think that for a hundred bucks, like when I get a zit and I'm not feeling lazy, I just zap it, and it really does decrease the size, if not kill it entirely. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. Well, guys, that's right, that's right this... Butch. Don't be a bitch. Use your uh, what do you call it? The high, high frequency, high frequency wand. wand on your skin, dude. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. has been too much fun. Uh, Rory, where might we find you? It mm, crimes of the heart podcast, which is available everywhere at I could be blonder on Instagram because I could, and then Rory Uphold everywhere else. Wonderful, Joe. Uh, at Joe K, Joe K on Twitter, Joe Kwa on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, who cares about the Rock Hall is back. You can find that at Rock Hall Pod. And I have an album out called Whoa. Funny Songs and Sketches, which is uh, an aptly named record because that's what that is. And I have a YouTube stand-up special called Recommended Based on Your Search History. Wonderful, Daniel. 
Don't, don't bother. Okay. Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, if you're listening to this, the day comes out uh, tonight at Vidiot's in Los Angeles. I'll be playing with Jonah Ray after a screening of the movie he's in called Destroy All Neighbors. Then uh, our the punk Weird Al cover band is going to play in the lobby afterwards. I want to go to that. And all that so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, follow me everywhere. Thank you. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know? Allison Rosen Show.